Don't worry, we'll turn the lights off when we leave. But we're not done yet. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Zach Hyman is like a power forward in basketball. He's taken it to the hoop. Here he comes again. Wrap around it. Tip scores! Holy Mackinac right on cue! Right on cue is right, Joe Bowen. Back on track are the Maple Leafs after this 2-0 victory here against the Calgary Flames. And how about that? A 29-save shutout for Jack Campbell. Zach Hyman scores a monster goal right there. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The fan Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter. Sam McKee and Tom Young along for the ride as well. Of note, our guest tonight will be uh, none other than Dave Panyota of the fourth period. We'll dive into this game. He took this game in from Scotiabank Arena. Uh, we'll also take a look at the uh, out-of-town scoreboard as we move on and also the uh, the trade block. Who's on it? Who's off of it? And from Maple Leafs' point of view going forward, so don't miss Dave Panyota in about 15 minutes from now. But first and foremost, Gord, uh, what a bounce-back effort. And it's just so amazing to me. 24 hours ago, we were talking about how, how much a detriment the net mining was. Uh, complete role reversal tonight, wasn't it? And we look to uh, get connected with Gord Stelic in mere moments here. But certainly, uh, that was the prevailing theme, at least in my mind. The fact that Jack Campbell comes in, he's healthy, great news in the back-to-back, and posts a 29-save shutout. And if you do remember correctly, the last game he got hurt, he got a shutout in that one too. So it's back-to-back shutouts scored. Yeah, I, I I had to watch it till the final wire. Sorry, I'm not set up like you no are. Problem. But yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I still don't agree with the icing the puck for the. I know two nothing. It's a. It's a lot less catastrophic when you have a two nothing yeah. lead. The whole icing going for the empty netter, but you know the the shutouts. But the word I we've used about Freddie deportment um, mm. when Freddie's on his game. I mean Jack Campbell really has it. I mean, he, he is, he is the guy to take it for the next little while for the Toronto Maple Leafs. There was just a, there was just that kind of calm and that kind of presence was with him and net today, Freddie uh, today, Nick, cause you mentioned that last night they played really well in front of Freddie and Freddie's given it to them for so many years, but last year he didn't last night. He did not have what Jack Campbell had tonight as far as just the way he played and, and just that kind of confidence in that. Firstly, Gord, I think uh, I want a quick answer from you, but Thursday, you go back to Campbell, right? Yes. That's, I, uh, can I, I do any quicker? Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. I think, you know, we've talked about it throughout the day, I'm sure, in our various hits on 590. I think it just allows Freddie Anderson more time, and I just think the stability and the way Jack Campbell is playing right now, you, you have to give Toronto's D some credit in this game. Like, I didn't think Calgary had many chances. Uh, the one that sticks out, and it, it draws correlation to the big save on Matthews last night, was the save on Kachuk in the third period. Jack Campbell made the saves he needed to, and then and then and then some. I think you need to make those big time stops sometimes. And I'm not piling up on Freddie Anderson. I I, I just think Jack Campbell was solid tonight, Gord. Oh no, big time, big time. And and you know, last night again to give the Leafs credit that Jacob Markstrom did what he had, uh, had to do for the Calgary Flames in the third period. The Leafs really shut it down and really went at him, really went at him. And in that case, he, you know, he had a one goal lead to preserve and he did it. And there were some similarities in what, uh, in what Jack Campbell did tonight. It's, I mean, the, the Leaf D it's not like, you know, in all these games of 
excellent goaltending against you and ordinary goaltending for you. It's not like you walked away and there were 48 shots with 35 scoring chances against. I mean, it's been a pretty consistent, you know, not bad team defensive effort. 69 consecutive saves. Nice for Jack Campbell in back-to-back shutout victories. A 2-0 win here for the Maple Leafs. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you on Leafs Nation postgame. Again, Dave Panyota uh, of the fourth period is going to hop on in about 10 minutes from now. I, I think that the, the best thing I can take from this victory, Gord, I don't know about you, but I think come playoff time, the games will look more like this and less the 5-4 hockey. And, and the fact that I felt the Maple Leafs beat Calgary at their own game tonight, I think is is a great silver lining for me, and it means this team can find ways to win different hockey games. Granted, it's different come playoff time, uh, but the ability uh, to be prepared for for the playoffs and play that style of the game, I like seeing that. Absolutely. And, and, and to go back to whether it's the Columbus series and maybe some of the Boston series, I, you know, Columbus is more recent. These are the kind of games you have to win. There's certain games that, you know, may get, you know, be 6-4 or something like that. There will be the odd playoff game that way. And I, and that's why... You know, it it wasn't like a must-win game or whatever the term might be, or you know, kind of thing. I just I just thought, I just thought it was going to be a signature two games for the Toronto Maple Leafs against Calgary. This would be the most like what the playoffs are going to be because the Leafs, to their credit, haven't had to face it this year, Nick, because they got off to such a great start. But right now, things were a little bit tough, and this was more of a playoff thing. And really, uh, they played Calgary even last night, but ordinary goaltending cost them and tonight they played them better and ordinary goaltending didn't cost them and and that's you're right that's the kind of game in the playoffs against Calgary or any other team they got to hope they win a few of those and the tremendous thing about this this win too Gord is just Zach Hyman again and this is beating an old drum because he just continues to do it game in and game out but just how he scored that goal was just so Zach Hyman and we talked last night, um, you know, dragging your team into a fight. You see a guy score like that. I love the emotion and the reaction to the guys in the bench as they celebrated. Like, you can appreciate a hard work goal like that, right? I like your last comment because that's exactly it. I mean, the guy's an incredibly popular player on the team. And then, and then you know, it's a one nothing game. And who knows if Calgary ties it up? Oh my goodness, are you going? To, is it going to extend things? And then this guy, who normally we call the you know the ever ready energizer bunny, going straight at it, does the wraparound. And uh, you know it's funny before the game. I like that Sheldon Keefe kind of mixed things up. You know we love Ilya Mikheyev, but you got to start putting the puck in the net. So yeah, he got put on that fourth line, but then so did Hyman. But you knew okay he does, but he doesn't. They're kind of saying okay we're gonna. You know, you're not going to Siberia on the fourth line. You're gonna you're gonna have decent line mates, and <laughs> Zach Hyman's a really decent line mate. But also, you're, we're going to use Zach Hyman other ways. But that after that, I really sensed, and particularly Nick, because the way Jack Campbell's playing, and and hey, Freddie has done this many many times when he's on his game, which he's not right now. There was just like everyone; they were ecstatic on the bench, but they 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 kind of just just had this relaxing breath, right? Like, okay, we're up to nothing. This is the kind of game, this is what we're doing this year. If we get decent enough goaltending, this is what we're doing. The spark plug, second goal, and sure enough, they rode that to the final score. And I think bottom line, there's there's no problem with giving you know some touches, if you will, for lack of a better term. They use it a lot in football to Jack Campbell and seeing. You know, I was thinking all day, Gord, why not Jack Campbell for the future? I understand he's a little longer in the tooth. I mean, it's not like he's 40 years old. It's not He's not 35. 
why not, you know, see if, if you have something in this guy being a number one goalie. And again, you need both goalies to win in this league. You need both goalies to win in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Look at Pittsburgh a couple of years ago, like three different guys play. So I have no problems with giving the net for now, at least to Jack Campbell until a guy like Freddie Anderson can figure this out. Uh, you know, a, a perfect correlation. It happens, uh, you know, yearly, I'd say in Montreal where, um, you know, there's controversy. Should it be uh, price? Should it not? I've got no problems with resting Freddie, making sure he's right, and then getting him some practice time here. Well, on a, on a couple of fronts, Nick, yeah. you're, you're you're right, and and one is once Freddie Anderson acknowledged he wasn't a hundred percent, which I think really meant he did not expect to go win the Ottawa game. Okay, I think I think yeah. that was his point, and he actually didn't play badly in that game. But let him get a hundred percent. Let him get one hundred percent physically, mentally, whatever. On the other side. It's a funny animal. The Thatcher Demko, Jacob Markstrom, comparable. And Thatcher Demko, the attraction was he was on the entry-level salary situation. Jack Campbell is 29 years old, but he is on the entry-level salary situation at 29. He's going to make mm-hmm. $1.65 million next year. He's under contract next year. So all of a sudden, you, say Freddie doesn't come back. Say Jack Campbell's your number one guy. So for one year, when you're really in a cap crunch and you're trying to sign Zach Hyman and other things, all of a sudden you've got a number one goaltender at $1.65 million. I am not running Freddie Anderson out of town. Do not get me wrong about that. But what an incredible option this is presenting yourself. And it's not a negative against anybody. It's about, and, and good on Jack Campbell, like the yeah. Tim Thomas thing, right? Battling and battling, like 11th overall pick by Dallas. You know, back in the 2010 draft, first goaltender selected and never able to get a number one job at times, struggled to get a number two job. And all of a sudden it's coming together for him. And wow. So all of a sudden, you know, like 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 you look at that, that is one thing they have in place for next year, whether it's a two goalie tandem with the newly signed Freddie and Jack Campbell or whatever it may be. But that's a nice thing to have in your back pocket. Corey, not to put you on the spot, it was 14 and 12 that L.A. won cups, right? Uh, I believe so. If um, I'm on the spot, I, I don't care. That's okay. 14, yeah, no, 12, that's I believe, fair. Yeah. Like, I think the point I'm getting at is like the PTSD I had from watching the like this Calgary team. Like, it was not a was it not a carbon copy of the the last iteration of the LA Kings who won the cup at least, and the way they grinded, the way they they waited for mistakes, and and how heavy they played. That was really really noticeable in this game, Gord. I don't know if it was because of the hit on Hall from Goodrow or on on Goodrow from Hall last night, but Milan Lucic made it a, a point of emphasis, I think, to uh, target Austin Matthews with some clean hockey and clean body checking. But I thought Calgary ramped it up physically tonight. How'd you feel? Yeah, they did. They did. And again, so you look at two different ways because you're talking about Daryl Sutter uh, addressing that when he coached the LA Kings and and now coaching the Calgary Flames. And in in the case of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you know, kind of later on, Wayne Simmons, you know. Okay, the game's over, so it's fine, but he takes an offensive zone penalty to take an extra measure against Matthew Kachuk. So, mm-hmm. you know, good on Wayne Simmons for trying to provide that. We talked about it last night that the part I do agree. Like, if you don't agree with the with the, the, the uh, game plan with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it comes from Brendan Shanahan, which is always interesting because he was the opposite kind of player that way, is about skill rules right now. So the, the whole overemphasizing on physicality is, is not the way they're going to go. Could they use more of it? I think we always agree they could. But uh, Austin Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, Mitch Marner, Morgan Riley uh, are not going to be known like Kachuk or somebody else that way. So we're looking at two different animals. And tonight, the Leaf template 
Nick beat the Calgary Flame template. And the Calgary Flame template was that hit on Austin Matthews and was a little bit more of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you get more on the score on, on the scoreboard, then whether it's Sutter's LA Kings or his Calgary Flames, the Toronto Maple Leafs of 2021 uh, are going to rule the day. And other, te- and other teams have done that way. I mean, Chicago, they still, again, we'll, we'll talk about some of the physical guys they had in that. But again, you're talking about skilled teams, and that's kind of how the Leafs are modeled this way by Brendan Shanahan and Kyle Dubas. Yeah, and again, I think that was an important factor in this game was the way they won this game. Like, it wasn't a pretty 6-3 hockey game. It was a grinding, you know, playoff style 2-0 win where you had to score some some tough-edge goals. And I think that's, you know, so vital in the Stanley Cup playoffs, the way they grinded in this hockey game from a defensive point of view. I thought they were locked in. They got the saves. And I thought that was the interesting thing overall by this skid they were on, you know, three in a row, one and seven was the fact that they didn't play some bad hockey in that stretch score. They just couldn't get a save. Tonight they got the save, and evidently they win the hockey game, right? They had no stinkers. They had no yeah. stinkers. You're right. And, and well, they had again, one. And, and the, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. They had one stinker. <laughs> but but the four games at the start, Thatcher Demko twice and Connor Hellebuck twice, the only, you know, and they did come back and won, and won that one game against exceptional goaltending on Hellebuck. But that's what I've liked, you know, the, the way they have kept going at it. And the other thing to go back to the physicality and – and God love Nazem Kadri. They missed that part about him. Yes. But the second time against Boston, he took exception to a hit on Mitch Marner. Mm-hmm. Mitch Marner can handle himself, Nick. All these yep. guys can handle themselves. Like, this isn't dinosaur hockey of whatever number of years ago. Nobody is being run out of the league right now. You know, that that's a big thing. It's not like anybody which year which decades ago you could say guys played there a few guys played scared and there'd be certain teams and you would look at their stats and and they would correlate downwards big time so you know and, and I love Naz went to his defense but Mitch Marner was fine and and so that's the part that you know and, and so then at the end you got to go okay you can handle the physical part but the game is your game you know they can't they they, they can't stop what they can't catch and that's what the Leafs when they're at the strength, they come at you with this incredible combination of skill, speed, and it's unstoppable. And years ago, that wouldn't alone be enough to win a playoff. But, you know, post-lockout, post whatever, it has been done before. And that still is going to be what the Leafs are going to live and die by. And again, the Maple Leafs winning a 2-0, the final behind a 29-save shutout here for the returning Jack Campbell. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you on Leafs Nation postgame momentarily. We will be joined by uh, Dave Pagnota, the fourth period to help break it down. He took in this one uh, at Scotiabank Arena, the second shutout in four appearances for Jack Campbell this season. Uh, the lines were thrown into a blender as well tonight. We saw Wayne Simmons, Gord, start on the, start on the top line, and I, I think they had some jump overall in this hockey game, at least starting in this one. Yeah, they did. They really did. And, you know, that, that stat is 13 uh, first shots on goal in the last two seasons or season and a half have yeah. been goals against for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, and, and that's what couldn't happen again. It happened last night. It happened against Ottawa. And, and I think that was important that, that Sheldon Keefe looked and said, OK, I, I got to do my first rotation and I, we can't be down one nothing after six minutes. And he looked at it and they also said, you know, Wayne Simmons yesterday coming back in the lineup and particularly that presence on that goal on on uh, Spezza, just skating in front, being the physical guy, blocking the goaltender, playing it smart enough so you don't take a penalty, and and he and you know being rewarded it's part of it, but also saying that's a better fit to start the game. So I, I liked his little bit of juggling that way, and you're, you're right about it. They started really with a sense of purpose. 
All right, Gordo, let's bring in now, without further ado, um, Dave Pagnota, the fourth period he took in this game at Scotiabank Arena, a 2-0 shutout win for the Maple Leafs. Uh, Dave, first question, will Austin Matthews ever score a goal again? <laughs> uh, I'm going to bet yes. Um, but, you know, for me, it's it's will, will Freddie Anderson play again because Ooh. the way that Jack Campbell's been playing, that's not a hit on Freddie, it's just, this is this is propping up Jack Campbell, who's now got back-to-back shutouts and back-to-back starts. A little bit of a gap, but that was nice. Yeah, that that's fair. And uh, you know, I'll ask a two-pronged question to follow up here. Uh, it's an easy, you know, yes from Gordon and I to start Campbell on Thursday. Would you agree with that? And just your general thoughts on this two-nothing win tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think you have to. Uh, you know, it gives Freddie more time if he is battling anything gives him more time to work on that. And, and you've got a guy that they played strong for you, you have in, in, in Jack Campbell. Um, this team looked a little bit different than in their performance today versus, versus last night. Uh, they, they seem to be in a position to bail out the goaltender a little bit more, or at least be in a position to assist him a little bit more than they have in the past. So for, you know, to see that, to have not only Jack Campbell playing well, but to also have the team kind of rally a little bit around him from a defensive perspective, especially, you know, on that, that the PK with five minutes to go, being able to assist them certainly helps. And you want to see that from, from your team. Uh, it's, it's the goalie helping out the team and it's the defensive core overall helping out the goaltender as well. Okay. So uh, Jack Campbell, like a goal is against average, like 1.0, whatever it may be. I know it's a small sampling right now. And, and it's, you know, to your point, Dave, it's not about running Freddie Anderson out of town, and it's, to your earlier point, get him the rest he wants. He, he talked right. about being hurt, so get him healthy. And then after that, when the playoffs start, then you pick one guy. You're gonna, you've got a legit for the first time. I mean, the whole thing before was let's get Freddie some depth. Let's get a backup goaltender. Freddie's got to play too much. Well, that won't happen from here on in, and if Freddie re-ups, it won't happen next year because if he and Jack Campbell are back. But – you know, that's when it's going to come down to it. And then it'll, it'll be kind of like, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury did get hurt, but at the end of the day when he was healthy, you know, uh, they went with Matt Murray. Marc-Andre Fleury is still doing fine. He went somewhere else. There's there's no knock about somebody's excellent play supplanting somebody else if it comes down to the playoffs. This is not personal. No, absolutely not. And, and you know, we've been saying it for a number of years. If this is, you know, with Freddie Anderson, once you get down to the play, you don't want to wear him out. So if he's your guy come playoff time, and, and I can't imagine he wouldn't be, you want him going in as rested as you possibly can. So to have Jack Campbell come in and, and play games and not have to worry that, oh, no, we're going to our, to our backup for a stretch of games here. No, you've got a guy that you've, you certainly have a lot of confidence in. The team has shown that in the start, especially of late, his last two, tonight and, and last month. So, yeah, absolutely. If you have an opportunity to rest your number one more and if he is battling something, you give him time to do that. You give him time to kind of refine his game a little bit and, and to go to a guy in Campbell that you know your team is going to play for and play well in front of, then, yeah, it makes total sense to me. You know, Dave and uh, Nick, I find it interesting that you look at the history. So Jack Campbell was kind of this nondescript trade from the Los Angeles Kings. And meanwhile, Dave, it was a huge controversial trade when Kyle Dubas with the Sault Ste. Marie. Like that was a huge yep. junior hockey trade. Hmm. You know, it was almost it was almost <laughs> like a Lindros or Gretzky type deal. Yeah, and and it's it's paying off uh, certainly. You know, this is a guy that Dubas knows well, obviously knew well coming in, and you want to have you, when you've got a guy that you're, you're familiar with that it makes it that much more easier 
to instill him into a lineup because you know, obviously, you know your team, you're the GM, you know the team. And if you're bringing guys on the outside, how quickly can they connect with the guys in the room and with, with the talent that you've already got in place? That plays a huge factor as well. And they obviously felt that this was the right move. And Kyle certainly you know, wanted to make sure that they're bringing a guy in that could fit the mold of this team and fit seamlessly. With Dave Pena to the fourth period, a 2 nothing win here for the Maple Leafs, snapping a uh, modest three-game slide. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you on Leafs Nation postgame. Uh, I'm the guy who tweets out on a daily basis, someone make a trade. We got a minor one today, Jonas Johansson. Uh, lucky for him, gets himself outside of Buffalo to Colorado. It's like worse to first. But in terms of the trade market, specifically with the Maple Leafs, what are you hearing between now and as we get close to April 12th? Yeah, I don't think it's any secret that they want to bring in somebody in, in kind of the middle six role, probably third line more so than anything. I don't think that's much of a surprise. And, and I certainly suspect Kyle Dubas to continue that, that search in these next three weeks. or deadline three weeks Monday. So if you get to a position to make that ad, uh, and, and he mentioned this week he's willing to add uh, you know, top prospects to the equation if it means making an, uh, an impact move and bringing somebody in. Guys, I think that that's, that's probably at the top of his list. Could we see him adding a depth defenseman um, or, or a depth guy on the fourth line as well? You, you never have too much depth, especially come, come playoff time. I know there's been some links from a fourth line perspective to, to Luke Lendenning, top faceoff guy in the league. He's in Detroit. He's got a $1.8 million cap hit. I could see them kind of going that route a little bit in terms of depth moves, but they definitely want to add somebody that can provide a little additional secondary scoring to perhaps the third line, I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route. The other part, you know, chatting with Nick about it, and that seems to be the way to go because that would be the bigger trade, but you've been lucky or fortunate to be remarkably healthy on the back line. And now Miko Lettinen, right. whatever he is, for better or for worse, is gone. Rasmus Sandin's injured that, you know, depth-wise, last year when Jake Muzzin got hurt, that was a killer in the bubble against Columbus. So I don't know if the Zach Bogosian-type trade that Tampa made last year is the right one, but I, I think they got to get a respectable body there. You know, there's a guy in Detroit right now in, in, in John Merrill who's mm-hmm. playing over 20 minutes a night. He's a plus rating on, on the Red Wings, who are one of the, you know, I think the second in the league in most goals against. So the, he's, he's playing well, and he's got experience. He was with Vegas beforehand. And he's only got a $925,000 cap debt. If they go that route and want to look at the depth angle and they want to do it in a cost-effective way, this is a guy that's going to certainly generate a lot of attention from that perspective. And he's on a one-year deal. So you don't have a long-term commitment to him if things don't work out. But that could be a great depth add if they want to bring in somebody on that back end because it's a cheap one and he's been playing very well for Detroit. And Dave, you're extremely tied into what's happening around the NHL as we inch closer to the April 12th deadline. What's your sense when it comes to the quarantine rule? Because as you know, just a really, really weird season overall. We've seen it already with the Dubois trade earlier on. Is your sense that something could change with the quarantine rule at least? It doesn't seem like there's going to be enough time to execute that. I mean, we're three weeks away on Monday to the trade deadline. I just don't see it. I I know they're trying. I know that the league is trying. The the Canadian teams are definitely attempting to make this happen in short order. But I just I think it would be a, li- a bit of a difficult task. The teams right now are, are rolling with the fact that they're going to have to go through a two-week quarantine. If it shortens, guys, it's a bonus. But right now, that's, I mean, they're not, they're not banking on that. Fair enough. We'll see what happens over the next little while. Dave, thanks so much for this. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, guys. 
There you have it, uh, Dave Pagnota, the fourth period following this 2-0 victory for the Maple Leafs. We'll hit the break as we continue to break down this victory. Again, after three straight losses, they had dropped six of seven. Jack Campbell comes back. Freddie Anderson doesn't even dress. It's Hutchinson, the backup, and a 29-save shutout. His second in the last four starts to start this season. Let's hope he can stay healthy. That's excellent news for the Maple Leafs. Back on track, no doubt about that. Still to come, Sheldon Keefe and others. The out-of-town scoreboard as we roll on here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet. 5-9 of the fan. After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs can't get a shot away. Marner too well covered. And to the line. And Muzzin keeps it alive. Here's a chance now for Spezza with a shot. Scores! Jason Spezza! Snaps it short side, and the Maple Leafs get the opening goal of the hockey game as Jason Spezza ties Larry Robinson with 958 points. Pretty remarkable career, no doubt about that. You can't stop Jason Spezza. You can only hope to contain him going cheddar there, breaking down a 2-0 Leafs victory against Calgary here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5.9. The fan Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. Uh, before we get to some audio and post-game, Gord, I sold Jack Campbell short. I said 29 saves shadowed. He had 31 saves for the donut tonight. I'm sure he's okay with that. Sure he's okay <laughs> with that. You know, and it's funny, Jake Muzzin, they had to give up more to get. The Jack Campbell trade, the Leafs gave up Trevor Moore, who's playing okay, but he's a journeyman, yep. and a third-round pick and a conditional third-round pick to the Los Angeles Kings. I mean, no first-round pick, no second-round pick. And you go back November 2011, 25-year-old Kyle Dubas, traded two players and six draft choices to the Windsor Spitfires to bring in Jack Campbell. He had a decent goaltender named Matt Murray, who ended up winning two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh later, but he wanted to upgrade his goaltending game. It didn't get him the Memorial Cup he wanted, but that was the blockbuster in the OHL that he made all those years ago, almost 10 years ago. And this time around, all these years later, Jack Campbell is a very is a steal right now for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That he is, and at the ripe age of 29, not yet 30, um, and that'll come in a year from now. I'm I'm in the community. Give this guy a shot. Uh, you know, people keep saying he's a backup. Who knows if he's a number one? We haven't seen it yet. But again, the way he's played in, in a small sample size, I think you have to give him the benefit of the doubt right now. We'll get to Jack Campbell again later on. A 31 safe shutout, no doubt about that. Gord. Uh, when it comes to Jason Spezza, you heard the clip off the top. I love these under Sheldon Keefe numbers, Gord. You know this, uh, 76 regular season games under Sheldon Keefe. Jason Spets has 13 goals and 36 points. I actually had a colleague uh, who works in the NHL text me and, and just pretty much say, remember that time Mike Babcock scratched Jason Spets in Ottawa? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. It's a deep burn, but truth. Well, and you know, and, and it's funny with uh, Buffalo making the coaching change, and you think of Mike Babcock turning them down the 11th hour. What a hot commodity. Mike Babcock is and you know he's had a a few things to explain about given what's going on the last couple of years the Mitch Marner situation and that but what really pisses Leaf fans off is that 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 really is the one we got to witness we the other one you didn't see you heard later on it was behind the scenes whatever but you're you're at a game and this guy gets scratched and are you kidding me and uh yeah and and good on him that was a really really valuable goal tonight to say the least 
And I was talking this morning uh, with Rob Wong and our producer, uh, Sam McKee, about the fact that Jason Spezza never gets that look in the top six, but all he does is produce. I, I just think they found the niche. They know what they have in him in a bottom six role. And good on him. Continues to do his thing out there. Here is Jason Spezza. Jace, just your thoughts on the team's performance and, and Jack back there and just a, a nice bounce back for you guys after this tough run. Yeah, I thought just a really gritty effort by the group. I think uh, probably the best thing that could have happened to us was getting a chance to play the next night and not having time to sit on last night's game. And obviously, Soup coming in, shutting the door. Uh, he made a lot of big saves for us. And, uh, you know, we played with the lead. We won special teams or, or at least killed off all our penalties we needed to. And uh, those are things that we need to do to have a good recipe for success. Next up, we'll go to Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Jason, will be every night that uh... – Matthews and, and Marner struggle a bit on offense, but how big is it for the energy guys to uh, pop in a couple of goals on those nights when it does happen? Well, that's why you need depth on your team. Uh, you know, those guys carry us most nights and they carry the load of the offense and, uh, you know, they dominate games and, and even nights like tonight. Maddie could have had a few, Mitchie could have had a few. And, uh, but yeah, it's important that you, you have depth on your team. And, and in games like this, sometimes you need the depth to step up and, and get some goals. But I thought more so we defended really well as a group tonight. Thank you. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Jason Riddick's been a tough goalie to beat in this building this season. What did you see on your goal? Yeah, I just, I had a, even though it was a bit of a sharp angle, I felt like my stick was in the right spot and, and had a good look at the net. And uh, Muzz did a great job of keeping it in. So I uh, just shot for the spot and, and hit it. And sometimes they go in. When you say the stick was in the right spot, uh, what, do, what do you mean by that? Oh, just my angle, uh, just the angle my stick was on. I felt like I had a good look at the net. I, for one, think Jason Spezza was fantastic in geometry, but that's just me. Uh, a big-time goal for the Maple Leafs kicks off the scoring, Gordon. He's just been doing his job, right? Being great at geometry and his second overall pick, wow. Mm -hmm. it's uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, it's different kind of angles figuring it out. And, um, you know, he we mentioned Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons get time on the top two lines. He knows that, Jason Spezza does, with Austin Matthews and John Tavares being your top two centers. That's really not going to happen for him. And he's just so and, – and that's what that's what really angers people about Babcock. This guy really came here by choice and mm -hmm. understood his role. But the guy scored a lot of goals. And when you're a Leaf fan, not so much in the playoffs because the Leafs had their way with the Ottawa Senators, but the regular season, you saw a lot of that skill. And we saw it again tonight. And it was really needed tonight. And, that, and, and that's why you bring these guys in for many variables. But anybody you bring in, if they can make a difference – and even one win over a season. Like imagine, you know, like like 23 players all make a difference in one win a season beyond the wins you won for other reasons. Well, that's huge. And and he did that tonight. No doubt about that. I think the best thing about Spezza that I like, no peep, you know, even if he's a healthy scratch eating popcorn 17 games in a row, you're not going to hear from him. He's just a consummate professional. I know it's cliche to say that, but it really is true when you talk about Jason Spezza, big time goal his seventh of the season. From there, we roll on to the man of the night. No doubt about it. Returns from another injury. Jack Campbell, a 31-save shutout in this one. Hey, Jack. Uh, just not that you needed to get eased in, but how key is it that first period, not, uh, you know, the your teammates doing a good job in front of you defensively, not a lot of sh uh, shots in the Flames part, not a lot of attempts. How key is that for you to get into a rhythm here tonight? It was huge. I mean, just last night being on the bench and seeing the start Calgary had, they were flying, and... Um, 
you know, I think they've been buzzing pretty good since, you know, the coaching change and um, Daryl's done a really good job there, but I thought our team countered it tonight and we had a great start. We, um, we kept that going through 60 minutes and that's what it took and just feels great right now. Next up, we'll go to Dave McCarthy, NHL.com. Go ahead, Dave. Doc, where was your comfort level at coming into the game, considering you've basically only played one game in the last two months and spent a lot of that time having to deal with uh, recovering from from an injury? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's been a frustrating season personally with the, with the health, but, um, you know, I felt really confident coming in. I uh, prepared really hard all, all summer, um, all season this year when I've been able to skate. I thought I've done a good job preparing and a lot of that is because of Stevie Breer and um you know talking with Fred and Hutchie too kind of gets me ready and picking their brains um to stay sharp and um ultimately when the team plays that well in front of me it's uh makes my job so much easier so it's all great next up we'll go to Josh Clipperton Canadian Press go ahead Josh Jack you're obviously a really positive guy what's the feeling been like around the team during this stretch and, and what was it like afterwards in the room? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're competitors and not only that, we've had a, a great season and we had a tough stretch there, um, but we're still, uh, we're still in good shape as long as we keep building in the right, right direction. So um, obviously the last week or so has been frustrating and, um, you know, winning is fun. So I'll put, leave it at that. So to, uh, to finish the night with the win, that's huge. And that's what we needed. And, uh, we're just going to have a good week of practice and get ready for next weekend. We'll take a few more here. We'll go to Jonas Siegel, The Athletic. Go ahead, Jonas. Hey, Jack, you mentioned some of the frustration. What have the last few weeks been like just trying to get back from the injury? Yeah, I mean, I'm just really, uh, really grateful for the for the medical team here. They're they're incredible. And, um, you know, every day they're they're on top of it. And um, I couldn't ask for more for, for more support that I've gotten. And. You know, I feel bad putting him in a tough position with this. I guess it's part of the game, but I haven't really had to go through it much in my career, a um, couple of things. But, you know, having them guide me and um, really help me out is a uh, huge credit to them. And uh, it's just exciting to be back and just looking forward now and not in the past, just trying to learn from it. And uh, we're just going to try to keep building on this win. We'll take two more. We'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Jack, how would you describe what you saw in front of you tonight, how the team performed, and a couple of big goals from some Spezza and uh, Hyman? It was incredible. That was a huge goal by uh, by Spets to, to kick things off for us. I think that gave us, you know, we were already playing a really solid first period, and it was great to see, but anytime you can put the first one on the board, it gives the whole team a big spark, and uh, that's what Spets did. And Jaime, with, uh, he, he's worked, he works so hard. I think everybody in the world knows that. And, uh, you know, he, he led again tonight with his work ethic and got rewarded on the scoreboard. And, you know, I love seeing that for him. And um, even more importantly, uh, seeing it for our team get the two points. So took, you know, the full 60, every single guy we needed tonight, and they all played great. It was fun to be a part of. And last one here, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Jack. After the win, it looked like, both Austin and Mitch uh, had a few words for you. Can you share what their message was to you? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate every teammate, of course, and uh, love them all. But, you know, those two guys definitely lead our team. And, um, you know, they're they're elite players. And, uh, you know, they shared some 
some really nice things. I'll, I'll kind of just keep it to myself. Just, uh, I'm not sure, you know, it was sincere by them and it meant a lot to me. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's like appropriate to share anything, but um, it just meant a lot. Basically, they're proud of my uh, battling through the adversity. It's been uh, it's been a long road and tough, uh, tough year, you know, with the injury. But, um, you know, those guys mean the world to me and uh, look up to them. So it was uh, it just makes me more motivated to play well next team. Fair enough. That is uh, Jack Campbell following a 31 save shutout. He was dialed in, and Gord, I think we both agree again off the top that you go back to Campbell on Thursday. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people listen to Leafs Nation postgame like they always do. You know, my good buddy Ted Yoana, we got a big father-son tennis match tomorrow. His son, oh, baby. CJ, his son CJ and Buddy Ryan are going to take us on. Not Buddy Ryan, the old NFL coach. That would be <laughs> tough. But uh, no, but but that but their question is like about Jack Campbell, right? Like it's just about all of a sudden, like is 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 he the is he like Mike Palmentier decades ago? That predates you. I understand that, Nick. But I mean, a guy that you know just came up from within and and was the number one guy for a number of years, what have you. And and so again, we go back to it. It's nothing personal against Freddie Anderson. This guy is playing at a level like Ted Yuano and I will tomorrow in tennis that, okay, you just got to, you got to let, you got to get, you got to get youth to be served or veterans be served, whatever it may be. And Jack Campbell, the veteran guy, 10 years later, all of a sudden the it factors come back into him. So you're going to give him more games. You're not going to discount Freddie, but right now the way it's going, you're going to play him more. I like the comparable there with the tennis, and I hope you guys win. I will bet money Thank that you. you guys win uh, in that doubles match. Uh, Where by do you the see way, my we'll... line calls. Where do you see my line calls? <laughs> I got to be there. Put it on Twitch or something, Gordo. Um, Sheldon Keith, by the way, we'll hear the entirety of his post game coming up. But uh, he said Anderson was not available to play tonight due to injury. So make that uh, what you will going forward here for the Maple Leafs. Uh, just Nick, uh, two games. He slate. played yes. last night. I know. Like this is this has been part of the problem. Again, we'll get yep. back on it, but this is where I want to cut Freddie a lot of slack. N- playing when you're less than a hundred percent because they had no other alternative. So that that's why I think we all we owe Freddie a whole lot of slack. Okay. Well, that's exactly it, right? And we've talked about that the last couple broadcasts. You know, it's easy to pile up on Freddie Anderson, but do we know the extent, the true story? No, we don't. And yeah, he struggled, but how limited is his struggles? Uh, and due to his struggles, is he um, right now? So that remains the question in Leafland. I don't think we're going to find out clear answers on that, but that is the story here, certainly. Uh, meantime, Zach Hyman, uh, it, it's just been tremendous what this guy has continued to do here in his contract here, even dating back to last season. Seven goals in the last 11 games for this man, Zach Hyman. Hi, Zach. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on the things that Jack Campbell did tonight. So obviously, you guys gave him a start where um, he didn't have to do much in the first three. He didn't see a lot. He made some big saves, including the one he could chuck near the end. just wanted to speak to uh, what was clearly Jack's confidence in his first game in uh, several weeks. Yeah, he's playing with a ton of confidence. Um, we have a ton of confidence in him. And yeah, he saved every shot, so it, uh, it makes our life a lot easier. Um, and uh, yeah, he uh, he made some huge saves there. Uh, it's not easy when you don't get all the action in the, in the beginning, and he stuck with it, and then made some huge timely saves, one shorthanded, um, and uh, obviously at the end there he made a couple. So um, great to see him back. Great to see him um, got a shutout, and uh, just a great guy, and, and really happy for him. Next up, we'll go to Luke Fox. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Zach. The bench really seemed to light up after your goal. How would you describe the, the feeling in the dressing room after this win? Yeah, you know, I think it's a really important win. Um, it's always hard when, um, you know, 
things aren't going your way and, and you're not getting the bounces and and you feel like you're working hard and you're playing well and you just can't you can't buy a win so um to get to get one um getting that one is, is always the hardest and uh hope we can get on a little roll here and, and get back on track but uh, i thought today was an outstanding team effort and i, I thought that uh we were four lines deep and um we just rolled them over we'll go to dave mccarthy nhl.com go ahead dave <laughs> Is that what did you like about the team's defensive game tonight? It looked like you guys, to me, were at least were far tighter than you have been in, in the past week or so. Yeah, I, I think we we're just playing with a lot more urgency. Just I think that we were blocking more shots, um, getting in lanes, and just making it hard on, on their their guys uh, to get quality chances from the inside. So um, I just thought it was a great group effort. And when it did get uh, inside, Soup made the save. So um, just a great team win. We'll take two more here. We'll go to Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Zach, you talked about being uh, four lines deep. I think you played on at least uh, three lines tonight. Uh, you know, you've done a lot of that, of course, but uh, how valuable was that uh, tonight to uh, contribute all over the place? Yeah, no, I think, listen, we have so many great players and I'm used to playing with, with almost everyone. So, um, you know, it's it's nice to, to get moved around and, and to play with different guys and uh, thought that... Um, you know, like I said before, I thought that we had all four lines rolling and, and everybody was contributing. So uh, when you have a night like that, everybody feels good. And, and uh, especially when you don't let them roll, it's, uh, it's a nice feeling and going into another longer break. And then once we come out of that, it's, it's pretty much uh, every other day uh, until, until playoffs. So um, we'll enjoy the time while we can here. And, and it's nice to have a win and uh, regroup and get back to practicing and, and get ready to get on a roll here. And last one here, we'll go to Mark Masters. Zach, what did you see on, on the play where you scored uh, right through to your celebration? Because that was an emphatic high five with Wayne on at the bench. Um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I think I thought it was a great play in the neutral zone by by Galley to get it to uh, Johnny, and then kind of came around John with speed, and, and he just headmanned the puck to me, and, and I thought I had some speed on the defender, so I tried to take it wide on him, and when I couldn't catch the net, I used the the back of the net as as a, a, a buffer to get some space, and then. Um, when I came around, it just wanted to get it on net and get it high, um, got it on net and then kind of my momentum carried me to the bench. So, uh, and then Simro was there. So it was, uh, it was fun to celebrate with him. You don't often get to celebrate with, with the bench, but that was kind of a play where, where my momentum kind of carried me, uh, out to the, the blue line and we we're, you know, the second period of the bench is right there. Zach Hyman of the Toronto Maple Leafs, seven goals in the last 11 games. He continues to be on complete fire, part of this 2-0 victory here for the Maple Leafs, uh, getting rid of that three-game slide in six of the last seven. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic. We'll hit the break other side. We'll hear from the head coach, Sheldon Keefe, as we roll on here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet, 590 The Fan. Let our trained professionals help you come down from the high of the game here on the Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Ten seconds left. Another shot. Blocker save made by Campbell. One more thing to do. And they get it out to an empty net. It'll go wide. But the game is over. Jack Campbell. Shuts the door! Back-to-back shutouts! The Leafs hit the 20-win mark. A 2-0 victory here against Calgary. Jason Spezza, Zach Hyman providing the offense. Jack Campbell, as you hear Joe Bowen call right there, the 31-save shutout. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The fan, Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. Wrapping things up 
on this uh, first day of spring, Saturday night, feeling good in Toronto and certainly feels better at Gord than it did 24 hours ago, eh? Uh, yeah, it does. And because they have so many days off in between, I heard Spets say it was nice getting back tonight to, you know, bounce back from that game last night, that loss. And, you know, Nick, that would have been tough had you lost tonight and then ride it, what, for four or five more nights before the next game. No doubt about that. The Maple Leafs feeling good as they head into a a tough building. It's funny to say that because they're the worst team in this division, but they better be ready to play on Thursday night against the Ottawa Senators, where we assume and presume it'll be a Jack Campbell starting in that game. For more on that and tonight's victory, here is Sheldon Keefe. Sheldon, uh, Jack didn't have a ton of work in the first period, but he made the saves he had to. How important was it for your group to just be able to settle into the game and, and not trail like you have so much in this stretch? Yeah, really important. I mean, it's difficult to play from behind. Uh, so we got a big, a big goal to start the game. I didn't, as you said, I don't, I don't think we gave up very much in that first period. Uh, so to get out of it, up one nothing. That's really important. Next up, we'll go to Terry Koshin, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Uh, Sheldon, I, I suppose the way that Jack wound up playing and making thirty-one saves wasn't overly surprising to you, given what you were saying about him this morning. But how would you assess his play tonight? Uh, start to finish yeah i thought he was really good you know as the previous uh question uh stated it's just you know he, he didn't get a great deal of work in the first which was probably a good thing you know for for him and us just give him a chance to adjust back to playing um i did think we gave up a couple pretty good looks in that first period that they ended up missing the net on uh it was a really good sign that he you know he looked he looked like he was in position and he was ready for those shots, even though they missed the net. He looked really confident and solid. So that was a good sign. And then, yeah, he was, he was solid, uh, solid on the easy shots that, you know, that, that hit him from distance. And, and then, you know, just the competitiveness really showed on the ones where we had breakdowns and he had to find a way to make the save. Uh, this might be a little soon to ask this, but uh, with the four days off now coming up before you play Ottawa, do you anticipate uh, spending much time on a goaltending decision for that game, or, or how do you see that? Well, not unlike what we've been going through here of late. You know, we, we've got, you know, we, we've got to just really, with all of our goaltenders, really see how they are. Jack included. Uh, you know, Fred, as an example, tonight wasn't available to back up for us, uh, so we're going to have to, you know, monitor his situation. And Jack, of course, we know what he's been through here, so. Uh, there may not be much decision to be made for me. The goalies themselves, based on their health, that may determine it for us. Next up, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Sheldon. What prompted you to start Wayne Simmons alongside Mitch and Austin tonight? I was just really looking to try to establish uh, the ability to play or to set up four lines that I'd be comfortable playing. Uh, I thought it was it was important for us to play four lines tonight. Uh, somewhat equally, uh, especially in the first half of the game, I thought that was going to be really important for us, uh, and I, I think it I think it paid off in terms of us giving us lags and all that. So that was that was a big part of it. Um, you know, I thought I thought Wayne did a good job for us and showed that he's you know ready to play yesterday, but didn't get a lot a, a lot of minutes. So I thought he had you know more in the tank that way. Um, you know, and I think just. You know, a lot of what he brings, I think there's some similarities there to, to how Hyman plays. And uh, I had thought about putting Hyman back in that spot, but I uh, really liked the ability to have Hyman play and lower in the lineup and just what that does for our depth. Uh, so I just 
you know, thought we would give Wayne uh, a shot there. Obviously, he had played very well with Tavares and Elander, but I was really encouraged with what I saw from Galchenyuk, so I didn't want to mess with that line. Next up, we'll go to Jonas Siegel, the Athletic. Go ahead, Jonas. Hey, Sheldon. Just to follow up on Frederick, did he re-aggravate uh, the earlier injury uh, last night? I wouldn't say re-aggravate. It's just you know, it's something he's been he's been dealing with. All right, at this point, they're not going to tell us much about Freddie Anderson. Should note as well, Connor McDavid, gorgeous, scored his 21st, so now into a tie with Austin Matthews for number one in the NHL. <laughs> wow, yeah, and uh, of course, Connor McDavid just uh, taking it away as far as the Art Ross Trophy goes. Hey, Austin will get going. You know, good on him not playing 100%. I think the other thing, a different kind of win tonight, and, and you know, Nick, the Vegas Golden Knights, a good example of that. Uh, two games ago, they won with guys that did not have five goals in the season, scored in the five goals for them. And then the other night, they won with their big guns going. And four four lines uh, that Sheldon Keefe wanted to roll, they all played double digits. Just Gelchenyuk fell four seconds short. He was 9.56. So, so Sheldon Keefe got to play that kind of game. Yep, that's interesting. Uh, no doubt about that. And certainly we look forward, Gore, to Thursday, a game we have right here on Sportsnet 5.9 of the fans, starting uh, with Leafs Nation pregame on the Sportsnet radio network at 6.30. And it's like exercising demons back back at the scene. And you just hope Jack Campbell trots out there for the uh, warm-up, right? Well, you do. But the other part is just, hey, come on, Toronto Maple Leafs. And no disrespect to the Ottawa Senators. We know they play hard. They compete hard. But they're they're not in the same arena caliber wise, and yet they've done that every game they played you. You get this kind of nice win, okay? Uh, you're got a number of days off. Go in and play like you did the last five minutes. When I mean, they had the goaltender pulled for what five or six minutes, and and Ottawa yeah. couldn't score, and the Leafs scored twice. And I think they skated the offs kind of skated off the ice, Nick, kind of saying like, "Well, how the hell did this happen?" Right that it came down to this to fall short. So let's make sure, don't give them that first goal in the first shot, whether it's Jack Campbell or whoever in goal, and let's get back on the kind of roll you were on. Yeah, a week later, I'm still mystified at that hockey game. That is for certain. But uh, the the bright note on this spring day, the first spring day of the year, Gord, a Maple Leafs victory. So we're feeling good, and I wish you the best of luck coming up in your doubles match tomorrow. Yeah, you better be careful, Teddy, and I are going to take on C.J. Ryan. They better watch out. Bring it. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga. A 2-0 victory here over the Calgary Flames behind a 31-save shutout for Jack Campbell. Again, Jason Spezza and Zach Hyman. The goals, many thanks to Dave Panyota, Sam McKee, and Tom Young. For Gord Stelic, I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk on Thursday night.